You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a previously aired live video webcast. Hello, I am Tara Lynn of Geek Saga Entertainment and welcome to the sixth and final episode of my 2001 Walt Disney World College Program 20 year reunion series. This episode is about the end of our college program, how it felt to return home and how participating in the CP changed our lives and our futures. Uh, today I am joined by Kim once again and also by our friend Bo. So Kim, just kind of want to remind people where they can find you real quick and then uh, we'll let Bo introduce himself and Bo, you can, you know, when it's your turn, you can tell everybody kind of like where you worked and and all that stuff since we haven't had you on before. Hi again, uh, Kim Moiseshuk. I am on Instagram. Nothing fun there, but it's uh, at Kimba1382. Mostly just sharing memes and reels and that's about it. (laughs) All right, what about you, Bo? Well, while we're having technical difficulties... So I found out today after mine and Kim's like LOLs on past episodes that about how we can't drink uh, Jim Beam anymore. I found this in my cupboard. As you can see, there's very little left. Uh, I think it was bought actually for Christmas eggnog drinks, which is, you know, mixing this with eggnog, it's eggnog, it takes over everything. Uh, so I decided that I would suck it up and drink a bourbon and Coke. I'll be completely honest. I think I'm going to take one sip of this and not be able to do it anymore. I'll also be honest about the fact that this is about nine tenths soda. Uh, So there's very little bourbon in this, but just smelling it right before we started this webcast had me like throwing up in my mouth a little bit. So uh, I'm going to try it though. Here it goes. Am I here now? Oh, yes, you are. Oh, just in time. Oh God, I was I was I was filling I was filling the time with this uh, bourbon and coke test. Can Tara still drink bourbon and coke? Uh, well, especially particularly Jim Beam and Coke. The answer is gross. No, thank you. I will try to finish a little bit more of this, but every time I do, I'm going to make a really obnoxious face. So that's always fun. Um, but okay, now that we can hear you, uh, Bo, want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, if you have social media handles to share, you can, but you don't have to. And um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about where you worked on the college program and and all that fun stuff. And then we'll jump into the meat and potatoes of this discussion. Virtual watcher of social media. I don't really post much anymore. Only things I really post anymore are are like family photos and whatnot. When I was on the college program, I worked at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, but I worked right block merchandise, stroller rentals and packaging. Just, just uh, you know, as I already mentioned, I'm Tara, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at a Geek Saga, and on the web at geeksaga.com. So, you know, I guess the first thing is Kim and I kind of delved into this a little bit in the holiday episode that we did back in November about what the end of our college program was like because. You kind of can't talk about the holidays when you know our college program ended about a week or two after that, and not you know talk about the end but um so so for me I know that I, I know I mentioned previously I was supposed to stay I think until January 18th then I found out that my semester was starting like that same week so I ended up getting permission to leave like a week or so earlier I think it was about 10 days earlier it might have been a little more um and my friend flew down from Connecticut and I snuck her into Vista Way to stay with me <laughs> uh, we went to the parks or at least to Magic Kingdom. I, I'm not sure if we went to other ones. It might have been Magic Kingdom and Epcot with the last of my like guest passes or free passes or whatever. And then we drove all the way back from Florida to Connecticut um, with stops in Savannah and New Jersey to visit friends. And again, I know I mentioned this before. I have mentioned this before. But the end of the college program for me was really weird because Kim had left uh, early and pretty much everybody else that was at Vista with us had left as well. I had a couple friends who lived at Chatham whose programs extended to about the same time that mine ended, but everybody at Vista was gone. It was a ghost town. It was weird and depressing. And I was, you know, 
really ready to go home for that and some other reasons. But I mean, Kim, you you left before or right when everybody else left, right? So I think I left the first week of January because we had, I have a picture. I meant to find it, but I have a picture of us with like a little graduation cap. So like we officially graduated. I thought it was in the clear. I had a medical note. Um, I had a bad hip that was really getting bad. And I think after the holidays, I was just so homesick and I had tunnel vision and I was just kind of like, all right, I've had enough. Like I want to get home. So I had the same thing. I had a friend that flew down. (laughs) Sorry. For those of us listening, for those of you listening to this as a podcast, I as, as for as long as I am trying to drink this bourbon and coke, I will be making hideous faces, and I'm sure everybody else is going to be laughing at me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I had a friend come down, and I think she stayed. We drove home, and I think we stayed like a night in Virginia or something, and drove home like the next day. So if, if I remember, it was like the first week of January that I came home. It was just kind of like I hit a I hit a wall, hit a breaking point. So what about Bo? When did you? When was your program like? When did you end, or when did you go home? I left the first week of January as well. Okay. I think it was like the fourth or fifth or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about that right. Long, but my parents had come down for um, Christmas. Oh, as okay. soon as I, my program was done, and then um, we drove back after that. We ended up having to drive and told my car because my my Jeep broke down a couple of weeks prior to the end of the program. That's that uh I mean at least on the program like we had cuz I had car trouble at the beginning and I but I was lucky I had friends who were able to bring me to and from work most of the time but uh when I didn't the couple times I had to take the bus it was it was rough but I guess it's like at least we had that you know what I mean. Um I don't know if you know the story of my Jeep and down there. Um, because when I had when I first came down, my Jeep was in repair. But my car at my parents' house, the guy quit the job with my car and a bunch of cars, and they couldn't find it for a couple of weeks. Oh my gosh! We ended up finding out that where he stopped in a parking lot and left the cars was just outside of 9-11 and my car was in new york city for 9-11 oh my gosh when it got down to when it got down to this away there was like a gray slip covering like the the roof wow that's crazy it was a very yeah it was a very interesting thing i had to go to the car walking and clean the rag top off wow i it, yeah i never i don't you might have told us that story like back in the day but i i mean God, that was 20 years ago 20 plus right. years ago now. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. Um, yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't find it for a couple of weeks. They had no idea where it was. I got it like two weeks after 9-11. So, okay. So you guys both, it sounded like you guys both left the same time. I believe I, I didn't stay much longer. I think I was out on like the 8th or 9th of January. Uh, so, yeah, but it was it was still like a... It was a rough last like few days being kind of basically on my own um, at Vista, not totally on my own because I still had friends, you know, at Chatham and everything, but still not the same. Um, I did go to like downtown Orlando once, which I don't know that I'd done prior on the college program, not this college program anyway. Uh, went to that that cowboy bar eight seconds, and it was like, oh, this is like this isn't something I had ever done before go downtown. So fun. (laughs) We all got home. And I know that this is something we have all experienced was you get home and you really couldn't talk about anything else. Um, I, I, I actually, when I was coming up with an outline for this episode, I titled this section, this one time at Disney or this one time on the college program, because that's how life was when we got home it was you you could it was like it was like life before almost like didn't exist right uh so do you guys have any fun or funny stories about going home and this being the only thing you could talk about like people getting mad at you whatever not so much getting mad at me but i was uh back at school and i was sitting there in my cafeteria i saw someone do the cap the different point and she was like, yeah, I, I did it last Like She did a semester before we got there. Oh, okay. But she was in the spring, oh, oh, one. Was that my friend, Kim? It might have been. You went to ne- you, back <laughs> in Necco, right? Uh, no, at Fitchburg State. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I think she was at Fitchburg. Yeah, it might have been my friend, Kim, if I remember right. Yeah, I believe I believe it was. Cute, yeah. it's a small world. 
yeah. For those that don't know, yeah. Uh, Bo and I grew up in the towns next to each other. So like Methuen and Drakeit, I'm from Methuen, he's from Drakeit, and they're like right next to each other. And then to bring an even smaller world, eight years after the program, um, I was dating somebody that Bo's sister was friends with, like in the same circle. Actually, my first husband, Bo's sister was in the same circle of friends. Literally small. Right. It, it's not a small world. Like, it really was small. Like, I'm so close to the Methuen line that you know, to be that close and meet someone in Florida yeah. like, that live a block away from you or like two, three miles away. Yeah. What building did you live in? I was in 14. Okay. Okay. Which was, that wasn't, but it wasn't next to, was it next to 15? The buildings there were weird. That one was actually. Oh, it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because um, we were the pond, we were all the pond people. Yeah, yeah. The pond people. That sounds so like trashy. <laughs> it does sound trashy, but. Yeah, well, you know, Vista. It is called Vista Lake for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Kim, what about, what about you? Like when you got home, did you, uh, I, I know I have stories, but when you got home, did you have a lot of that, like kind of couldn't shut up about Disney and had a lot of friends just like, Ugh, stop. Yeah. So like when I went back to my regular job that I left, my friend Kim, who had previously done the program, um, whenever we were working together, it was, it was just like nonstop. And I think at a point and I was trying to like get back with the next boyfriend and he was just like, can we talk about something else? Or I'm like, you know, you're just so engrossed in this world for six months. And then even like having to adjust, like being 19 and having to adjust to living at your parents again and adjust the rules, like that was a big, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a big adjustment. And then, you know, I was starting school again and decided to take an 8 a.m. anatomy and physiology because I wanted to go into nursing school. Not so good. Yeah, it was it was rough getting back into the, the real world. Yeah, I um because I went on the college program, I lost my full scholarship to my school. So I actually didn't go back because it was way is a small private school is like way too expensive. And also I hadn't really loved it there anyway. So I like went home immediately planning on transferring in the fall to an out of state school. I had like a whole bunch in mind. I was looking at a a, one of the Sunnis, um, a school, another school in Jersey, uh, and a couple down south, but which I, I did end up going to school in Virginia, which was a weird, turned out to be a weird situation. But when I, like, when I first got back, like you mentioned moving back in with your parents, and my parents were very kind of strict growing up. And at this point, I'm 19, you know, so there's only so much they can do. But I remember coming home and one of the first things, one of the first big sort of uh, stepping stones was them, you know, being like, well, you, why were you out so late last night? And I just gone out to like Denny's with a friend and we had stayed out till like three in the morning or four in the morning. Just we first, first hang out back. We just sat there like he was drinking coffee. I was, I don't know, eating a bagel or something. We were there talking to like three or four in the morning. And the next day, you know, my parents kind of got after me and I was like, mm, excuse me, but I've been on my own for the past like five months. Uh, so I'm going to stay out as late as I want. Like I am an adult and yeah, like I, I, I'm still going to work. I'm still going to school. It was only part-time, but you know, I, I, I had, you know, I was being responsible, but also if I want to stay out till three or four in the morning, whether it's Denny's or hanging out with my friends at their houses or whatever, I'm going to do it. So, um, but, and, and I guess like, I definitely, my friends were really tired of the Disney talk. Most of them were really tired of the Disney talk really quickly. I did get lucky in that the friend that I had actually gone to Denny's with that one time that became a thing with us. We would just go to Denny's like once a week or so. And he totally put up with me talking about like talking out my experiences and yeah. So we would talk for hours and he would, you know, he had stuff obviously that he would discuss too. So it wasn't a one, you know, one way conversation, but it was just nice. Cause like I definitely got into some little tiffs with other close friends of mine who were just like, they finally were just, you know, I can't deal with it anymore. Stop talking about Disney. Um, I really wanted to go back. Like as soon as I found out they were offering a summer program for alumni, uh, I went to the first presentation I could find nearby 
and I know, I mean, Kim, you didn't go back, but I don't know if that was like a school thing or why, why did, cause I know you, you talked about one in one of our other webcasts, you talked about how you missed it and wanted to go back, but then didn't. And I'm, I don't remember why I had to have a hip surgery. And oh, so okay. it wasn't going to be, it was either, you know, I was waiting for it. And then, uh, it was hip surgery was in May and we just kind of had to have a decision, like have the surgery or have, I'll go back down. I needed yeah. to have that surgery. Yeah. So I probably would have much rather been in Disney. I ended up having knee surgery right before my second pro. Oh yeah. I was supposed to go down. I accident. my blew up my knee. I need to have surgery. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, I need to make sure my role is going to be safe for me. The whole nine yards. So I had one surgery right before I went down. Quick surgery. So I think yeah. I remember you coming down on the summer program that year, having just had knee surgery too. Because we, because yeah, we both did the the summer two thousand two. We program and you, you were you were just summer as well right yes summer. okay yeah and i, I um, on a nice summer and you didn't have even though you just had surgery uh you didn't have issues with like where you could work or anything like that so i was actually um originally i was supposed to be doing characters for this oh it had to change mm. um ended up being at Pecos bills for the summer yeah, that's a that's a big change. I actually my change of location wasn't last minute. I went to that I went to the presentation and you know I I, I did I did the you know interview, everything went really well. You know, the the recruiter said, like, I can't promise you anything, but I have a feeling they'll probably send you back to your previous location because you're already trained and you're it's soon enough that you won't have to go through like a recertification. And you know, that it, it takes like a week to train somebody on a track on an attraction. So, you know, they the, the recruiter talked up the fact that I was probably gonna end up back at Pirates. Um, and then uh I was waiting and waiting and waiting for my, like for a letter, anything, like just some sort of word that I'd been accepted or not. And I, you know, I was assuming I had the, I, I, I knew it had all gone really well. And I finally found out, my thing just kept saying it was pending. And I finally got a hold of somebody, you know, with the college program recruiting, you know, office. And they told me that the letter had been sent to my old college address and that uh I had missed the acceptance deadline and I would like like for me to accept the role and I was like well this isn't my fault and I you know I, I had I looked online like every record Disney had had my home address like my my parents house mm-hmm. um the only thing they had ever ever sent to my old college address was my first acceptance letter. I, after that, I had immediately changed everything because I actually wasn't living at school anymore. And so I I had gone online and I was like in a thread talking about some, like there, it, we, there was a thread about people who were trying to get back in for the summer 2002 program or something like that. So it was, it was definitely a thread about that, but I complained about it in the thread. I said, you know, what the hell? I, I don't even think I said hell. I think, you know, like, what the heck? Like, this is so frustrating. Like, I guess it's going to be fixed and they're going to send me a new letter to my actual address. But how did this mistake even happen? They, they should not have had that address anymore. You know, the new application I filled out had the proper address. All of my actual Disney records have, have you know, my home address. You know, it was basically just like, how did this happen? This is really idiotic of them. And somebody, you know, somebody like sent my post to like the Disney recruiting office. So then I get a call saying, well, now your status, your acceptance status is pending. And I had to apologize to my recruiter. Now that I think about it, I'm more angry about it than I think I ever was back then because this is some gaslighting bullshit. You fucked up and I have to apologize for being upset about it. Like I wasn't even that rude about it. 
I'll never work at Disney again, so I don't give a shit about what I'm saying in these webcasts, by the way, like in case that's not clear. Because I, I mean, I was I was so mad. I was so mad. At the time, I was, you know, just upset and trying to get it figured out because I really wanted to go back. And I did everything I had to do. I apologized and everything. But now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that was some true gaslighting bullshit. Like, uh anyway so the end all be all was that i did get an acceptance and i did go back um but you know prior like even though i was previous had previously been told it was likely i would get sent back to ad lib when i got the acceptance letter which i had to basically fight for they put me in quick service food and beverage and like part of me is like was this just like a Ha ha ha, slap on the wrist. You don't get to go back to your fun location that you loved. You get to work in one of the shittier jobs. But it was probably just that I hadn't accepted it um soon enough. And you're, you know what I mean? They 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 couldn't, they'd already filled those roles. And so they stuck me where they needed people. But listen, I'm still gonna be mad about this 20 years later. <laughs> so so that's my that's my going back to the college program story. So, but yeah, so you and I both ended up in quick service, and I remember us both just being like, "Ah, we were supposed to be somewhere better." I'm not getting back to my old location, but but Pecosville was was good though. It was good to me. Yeah, honestly, I I I, I am gonna do um, a, sh- a much shorter twenty year series for. Uh, the summer 2002 program um because i know i have a couple friends from my 2002 program who are interested in taking part and like so i'm going to do a short series about that so i don't want to get too much into this but you know like i mentioned earlier before the college program we were told that it would look great on our resumes and open up new doors and opportunities and you know again i'll get into this more next uh summer when i do a couple episodes on the two- summer 2002 pr- program but ending up in foods um, actually gave me better opportunities with Disney specifically than attractions ever would have because I was able to get into a restaurant management internship in 2006. Like I had finished my main degree and I had restarted, like I had started going back to school um, for a small business management thing. And I was just at a weird point in my life. So I was like, I'm applying for this management internship and I got it. And I, I mean, I, obviously I wouldn't have um, and also wouldn't have had the later experiences that I had with Disney, you know, had I not worked in quick service food and beverage, which also was thankfully a lot of like kitchen stuff and less uh, having to deal with really you know, bad hours, bad customers, whatever. So on that note, the question is, so did it actually look great on resumes and open up new doors and opportunities like they touted for either of you? No, I mostly did retail after the program for a while. So like my first grown-up job, I put it on there. It was working for DYS um, in Mass, this Department of Youth Services, so juvenile delinquents. Uh, I don't think it did much. I do think when I went to my interview for my current job, I'm a dispatcher now. I think it was helpful. You know, some of the things I could relate to when you had to describe something. And I always go back to the, just after 9-11, when they redid the fireworks show um, and it caught everyone by surprise. And, you know, we were behind the castle and we didn't know what was going on. So I kind of was able to use that to relate to a couple things um, just to talk about in the interview. But I don't know if someone was like, oh, I want this person to work for Disney. Uh, but lo and behold, there was someone that um, one of the officers did the program probably about maybe in the 80s. So it was really interesting to find someone that had also done it previously. And, you know, and they're from North Andover. Or he's from like all over the place, but now in North Andover. You know, and actually, since you say you said that, you know, about the fireworks over it also as a dispatcher, you you might have to kind of deal with people who are emotional. Mm. Right. So I always, you know, that customer service aspect of Disney, it kind of goes like an extra mile because when people get upset or pissed off at Disney, they get really upset or pissed off because they've spent a lot of money and they're tired. They're exhausted. They've been at the parks. They're on their feet. They're maybe dealing with children who aren't behaving well, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So I think the experience that you gain as a frontline cast member working with people is just that's something that you can for sure take away and not you know not to 
say that people who work like retail and food service elsewhere don't get similar experiences, but the difference is, you know, it's Disney. So you've got that shiny Disney, you know, gleam on your, on your resume that it, it does, I think, make it stand, make that experience stand out a little more. Maybe that's unfortunate, but it does. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no one calls me today because they're in the happy, the most <laughs> place in the right. They're calling me because, you know, they had a bad day. So there is yeah. a lot of like having to de-escalate the first people that we talk to. And actually you mentioned retail. Dave just had to tell some guy off the other day because they're short staffed and they had a guy <laughs> giving him a hard time. And he was like, basically like, you can wait your turn and you know, you're not treating my cashier like that just because you're waiting for a TV and he doesn't have all your answers. So yeah. So if, even using that experience, like in a retail, world or other worlds it's it is helpful i don't think i got a job because of it like i had a lot more opportunity to get the job i was applying for because because whenever someone got to that point on my resume they'd be like oh you work for disney and then it just became a conversation yeah and the interview no longer became talking about the job it became talking about disney so i think people were very intrigued by it i don't know that it like Opened up doors. I think in their mind, it opens up doors to other things at Disney. I can definitely see it opening up doors at Disney Company. Oh yeah, I mean, um, and I have but, plenty of friends, not just from this program, but from future programs, who have, you know, continued with Disney for years and years. Sometimes gone into management roles. One of the one of the cast members I had, who when I was a restaurant manager, she's now a sous chef, and I think about either about to be or just started a like lead chef job. And that was definitely because she worked, you know, she, she worked in foods at Disney at one point, you know, she had other experience mm -hmm. before and after that, but they wouldn't have hired her out of the blue from outside if she hadn't zero Disney experience, probably. Right. So that's where I think they're, they put their idea with Disney. Opening other doors, I just opened up a lot of other doors other than a conversation piece. Yeah, let, yeah, for sure. I mean, that was actually, that's basically one of the things I had kind of made note of was, you know, mostly it just became a talking point in interviews. But I mean, I, I, it did probably get me one job after the fact, like for sure it got me, I, I worked as a travel agent for a short amount of time right after college, which was not a good job. Like I would not call that a good job because it was a low hourly wage plus commission. And this was, oh gosh, I worked, I worked at a travel agency. I worked there for like a year uh, bef between college before my restaurant management internship. And then I worked there I worked at one again for a year right like after I left Disney after my restaurant management internship and you know it's like this was the period of time probably like before before I went on the restaurant management internship it was still that period of time where people were actually calling travel agents to book trips you know not just Disney but other travel as well but by the time I came back and re like got got back into the travel agency world in like early 2007 I think it was it was at that point where people would basically just call us to see if we could beat internet prices, you know? Um, so it was not a great job, but for sure, Disney probably got me that job more than anything else because I had that knowledge and they were able to tout me as like the Disney expert, you know, but like I said, it did, it did mostly just become a talking point in interviews. Agree with that, Bo. And, but on that note, like all that said, going on the college program did it working at Disney, but also, being thrown into the Vista way life and everything, it did make me a much more outgoing person than I was in high school in my first year of college. So it gave me, it made me a lot more sure of myself when it came to talking to and dealing with other people. And it also gave me a lot of general experience. Like, with, you know, I mentioned the dealing with customers and stuff that I've used over and over again in my careers. Um, I do think also that the, positivity that they insist on has carried over with me. Um, you know, my, my, my current job, you know, they've been, there's been several times where they've made mention of like, Oh, you're, you're always willing to help. You're always upbeat. You're always positive. And I'm like, I am not like this 99 point. Like when I'm, when I'm at home or like when I, you know, I, I, I am a friendly, upbeat, outgoing person, but you know, the reason none of that, ever, the reason like a bad day and all that stuff never shows at work is because Disney taught me not to let that happen. You know, but I, I do think that, that 
the experience as a whole for sure helped me with like just being able to handle work stress better than a lot of other people. And then and maybe some of that came more from my later experiences than from my first college program because honestly, Pirates wasn't really all that stressful. But overall, good experience. You know, I don't think that... I don't think that nowadays they really push the Disney College program the way they did when we applied for it 21 years ago now, but my God, <laughs> 21 years. But I I don't know. I do think back then they really, and maybe they were right. You know, if somebody was doing the internship at the very end of their college career and or right after they graduated and they were taking that right into the job world, I, I can see that being something that Disney wasn't wrong about, you know, that it gave them more opportunity. But I know for me and for Kim too, and I, Bo, I don't know how old you were, where you were in your college career at that time. Mine was, mine was center. Yeah. Yeah. Just past my, just my year. Yeah. So we were all kind of not, not about not exactly the same, but kind of in that same realm of like, we still had years of college to go through after that. And I think that that made, that, that did kind of water down the fact that I'd once upon a time done the Disney college program a bit um, by the time I graduated and was looking for full-time work. But, but still, I mean, I don't, I, I do think working at Disney in general for sure used to be a good experience for a lot of reasons. Having gone to Disney a couple times in the past few years, I'm not sure I'd still agree with that, but especially my most recent trip, but you know. <laughs> know outgoing portions of it because the me met when I first got down there definitely was not the me that I left Massachusetts from. I had gotten into a spot where like I used to be outgoing when I was younger, kind of like pulled back because my two years weren't exactly my favorite because I had moved and kind of I was always small and I was picked on a lot. I kind of formed a shell around me. When I got to Disney, I literally was like, no one here knows me. I'm going to be the me that I want to be. And I haven't stopped doing that. It's one thing that I definitely yeah, no, I, I, my, my background story wasn't the same. Um, mine was more, I was always very shy and nerdy with like big glasses and, uh, you know, kind of frumpy clothes. And like when I started like blossoming into a feminine form, I wanted nothing more than to hide that. And, you know, so, and I grew up in a small town. And I never left that small town. Like, like we never moved or anything. Th there were three elementary schools. All three of those elementary schools came together at the middle schools. So the vast majority of the people I went through middle school and high school with, I'd known since sixth grade. And at least a third of them I'd known since kindergarten. So I, you know, even though I can't, you know, kind of grew up a lot during high school, I was still that nerdy, you know, little person that everybody picked on. And uh, when I went to college, I had had that hope of kind of reinventing myself at college, but I went into like a theater program and just ended up being like, not outgoing the enough. The it, it was so it was so clicky, and I was not outgoing enough to bust in. And also they, there was a lot of older students who were pissy because I was getting solos and roles and stuff that like they thought older people should get. So that didn't help things. Like I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or anything, but you know, that was definitely an issue as well. But a lot of it was, they were clicky and I wasn't, I wasn't there yet enough with myself, comfortable enough yet with myself to kind of fight for a place in their little cliques. And uh, yeah, like you said, going to Disney, I was able, nobody knew me, nobody knew me. And I was just able to be whoever the fuck I wanted to be, which, you know, was generally the person I'd always been just, I didn't have to worry about anybody looking at me and saying, well, that's, that's nerdy little Tara, or that's, you know, whatever, like, so I don't know, what about you, Kim? Like I, I you were, I, when we met, like I just assumed you were like an outgoing person before, but I guess I've never really asked. <laughs> um, I was, and I'm still probably one of the shyest people around. Um, I have really bad social anxiety and I think our alcohol field nights probably helps mm. relax a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but I am still like, I don't know, just, just still pretty shy and I always feel like it takes me a while to get comfortable. 
But like what I did get from the program is I had that college experience. I had like that living abroad experience as so many did because even when I lived at, when I was living in Boston, I destroyed my knee two weeks into the semester and I, like, I couldn't enjoy that college life. Like all I was doing was either going over to Wentworth to go see other boys because I was at an all girls school. So it really, I, I was fighting with roommates or fighting with friends at that. So that first semester kind of ruined it. Uh, for me. And then I think, when did I, 2001. So yeah, if I graduated in 2000, so I started, so I started in manual and then I went to NECO and then finished there. And then I think it just it kind of brought a little bit out of me, like a good personality, but I was uh, still always shy, but it brought me out of my shell a little bit, turned me into a party girl. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I definitely done some partying like this spring and summer before I went on the college program, but it was the college program was an entirely different level of partying yeah. than I'd ever experienced before. What yes. level would that be? Hmm. I mean, you know, since then, uh, I have experienced that level or even crazier levels of partying, but always for short periods of time at conventions. You know, uh, my own convention, Ice and Fire Con, um, uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta, uh, a little bit at San Diego Comic Con, but that's not really, San Diego is, is very industry and it's mostly just going out to bars with your friends or like if you're lucky to get into an industry party or two, cool, cool, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, that extended, uh, even, even though I did go away to college starting the uh, fall of 2002 and I finished school, you know, at away from home and I was in a sorority and certainly have my share of partying there. Uh, when it comes to the length of time and the amount of partying, the college program was, it's a different animal entirely, or it was back then. I know that even the next summer when we went back, summer 2002, it was not the same because uh, they changed all the rules because of us. <laughs> we destroyed that place. <sighs> like, sorry, all people who did the college program after fall 2001, because it was it was us. Like, they that we were the reason they made everybody under 21 go to wellness apartments. You know, uh, I know that there was still this right after us it was changed right after yeah. us. like that oh, was yeah. after that came in the week we left yeah they have the new rules yeah yeah they were yeah and yeah. I, I i you know we talked about this in previous episodes but i think a lot of it was that we after september 11th the people like all of us who stayed it was like we you know, the college program had always had a party atmosphere and a party reputation, but we took it to like next levels because we'd been through this crazy, like just, you know, life and world altering situation together. And we were all just trying to get through all of that together. And oh, that led to a lot. And, and also let's be real. There was like that, there was that, there were always those pockets of people. And in our case, it was mostly the building 15 people at Vista. And I think there were, there were certainly other buildings that had like their party atmosphere, you know, party people, whatever. But I don't remember ever hearing anything about another building that was as over the top as building 15 was like where you could count on them having a party every Sunday night, no matter what. And then it was always going to be huge, no matter what. So Oh gosh, probably 15 good times. My birthday that I celebrated down there on October 10, October 7th was my biggest party that I've ever had for my birthday. I remember that birthday. That was a good party, wasn't mm -hmm. it? I guess one thing I also wanted to talk about, and this is kind of getting away from the party discussion a little bit, but uh, we've in previous webcasts, we've reiterated over and over again, like we didn't have cell phones. Like we, you might have had a cell phone, but you didn't have uh, text messaging. There's no text messaging, I don't believe, at that point. I think you did, but it was a numeric keypad text messaging. Yeah, and it was maybe it was like it was like expensive, and like I mean, the, they charge you know the cell phones they charge for like per minute, and maybe it was free after nine for certain. I don't even know if that. Yeah, there was a lot of those rules. Yeah, yeah it was like it was so, so we had landlines that we had to use most of the time and there was no there was like AIM but there was no social media beyond AIM. So I was um 
I have, and I have this notebook somewhere, God knows where, but it is packed away somewhere. I have a notebook that, you know, everybody I could find before the end, the last couple of weeks of the college program, I had them write their information in it, you know, like add like actual physical addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, you know, whatever. Um, and I know that like after, after I got home, the the big thing was and i i did it twice at least but i wasn't the only person because i received several as well people would do these like mass emails to their friend groups from the college program where it was like oh i miss you guys so much like remember all these cool things we did and like oh that's so sad being at home and everything and like just it was it was like a facebook post right but you sent it to everybody directly via email <laughs> So I, I definitely remember a lot of like back and forth via, you know, email or whatever. Um, but, and also just AIM and putting up your AIM away messages about how much you miss the college program. And like in your, in your little AIM bio, you had like when you do the college program, but there's so many people who, and even people who like I emailed with or like had AIM conversations with right after the college program, I, I don't have access to the email address I had because I had an AOL email address back then. And I haven't had access to that in 15 years, probably. I, I deleted that like 15 years ago. Um, so it's like, I like, it was so easy to lose touch with people. You know, you, you send right. out, you send out an email or you, you see them on AIM and you leave them a quick message or whatever, but like eventually people aren't responding to you anymore because they've got their own lives uh, and, or, or vice versa, you know, somebody messages you and you, you kind of, you miss it cause you're not there or you forget to respond to an email. And it's like the number of people that I have lost touch with that I maybe wasn't close friends with, but it's like, I remember like, I, I there were some people that I liked a lot, you know, I would have liked to have remained friends with them, but they've just kind of like fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, there was definitely, I definitely remember a couple emails you did you did the mass email. Oh, I mean, I received several from other people too. It was always girls yeah. that were doing it. You know what I mean? It was always, it was always, you know, it, it was, it, I think maybe once or twice I would get an email from like a guy that, that I'd partied with a bunch or whatever. And it was like, oh, like, miss you guys, miss the building 15 parties, blah, 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 drinking a bourbon and Coke right now or whatever the fuck they, drinking a beast light right now. <laughs> I, I definitely remember getting some of those. They were somewhat frequent right at the start and then put off. Petered off, yeah. And I mean, there were there were a bunch of 2001, fall 2001 people on our summer 2002 program. And that actually, that really helped a lot with continuing, like being in touch with people for longer. But none of them, none of the people that I, you know, other than you, Bo, um, and one other guy we were friends with, Nate, none of the people I, from the fall 2001 college program that I ended up kind of becoming better friends with the summer 2002 were people I had been close with or even known um, right. in fall 2001. So I, it, there was one person who I became really close friends with for a long time who I had known just by sight because he worked at Thunder Mountain. So like we used the same tunnels at the end of the day. Uh, and I remember like having, you know, just brief like, hey, conversations uh, in 2001. But yeah, it, you know, none of the, the thing was a lot of the people who we partied with a ton and stuff like the guys from Building 15 and everything were, they were all at the end of their their college. Like they, they had either just graduated yeah. or one semester left. And so they, they were legal age guys out there. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't go back, and and you know they kind of then they went they went to back to school, or they were already finished, and they went on with their lives. And it was like you know, right, right. You never hear from them again. They weren't. They, there wasn't many of the ones that I hung out with in O two either. I think it was only you and Nate that I really knew from O one. Yeah. So okay. Here's here's a question. Let's start with Kim because Kim hasn't said anything in a bit because you you didn't go back at all. But so, is there a person or people who you've lost touch with that you just have fond memories of and kind of like oh, I wish I'd stayed in touch with that person somehow? There's a few. There was one of the girls I worked with. I think her name was Lori. She was from Texas. And like I always like find myself like thinking about her and everything. But again, like I haven't reached out. Um, there are a few people like I still like see like on social media they still talk to um now and then and there's that that kid scott like i always wonder like whatever happened to him 
you know. Um, a few of the people I'm trying to remember, like, other than that, not too much. Like, just a few of the people I worked with. And obviously, like, anyone, most of the people from Building 15, like, I either still follow on social media or could, you know, you're ixnade forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, Erin, that girl Erin um, that we hung out with in 15. And I feel like mm -hmm. I look back at the pictures. I'm like, oh, my God, I wonder where, you know, what they're up to and not like now and stuff like that. I went back and look at pictures. I go, oh, whatever happened to this person or whatever happened to that person or whatever, you know, that's when I go back and you say, Hey, what happened to this person? What happened to that person? Or you see a photo or a post on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, the, going through the old photos, it's like, wow, there's a lot of people in here. It's like, I remember this person now. I wonder what happened to them. Uh, so, Becky, we were talking about if there's anybody from the fall 2001 college program that you lost touch with that you wish you could get in touch with again. Um, I don't know if anybody saw my picture, but there was a, name, a girl named Carrie that worked at, uh, what's that place called? Sunset. Mm-hmm. That she looked just like me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly I did see you share me. that picture. That's the only person. <laughs> Nobody else. Yeah, I mean, I like I said a bit ago, like I, I kept in touch with a lot of people. Um, you know, obviously Kim and I are still in touch. Bo and I are still in touch. Becky and I are still in touch. Uh, Brian, who is on the first few episodes, the first couple episodes, um, mm -hmm. you know, him and I have, have remained friends. Uh Nikki, my friend Nikki, who was on the Halloween episode, um, and and also my friend Jamie, who is how Nikki and I met. Uh, like I went to her wedding a few years ago. She's come to visit me I, in in South Carolina. I've gone to visit her in Boston. So like for me, it was uh, I and I've I've said this on previous ones. Um, Fino, our neighbor, Munningkin's neighbor, Fino, who I got like really close with and like we were just buds and he had to leave the college room very suddenly he got, I think fired. Um, like, so I, I, he's probably the one person, if you were to ask me one person you wish you could like get in touch with again, it would be him. But I mean, there's also, um, there was some guy that I knew from building 15 parties. I want to say his name was Dave. And like him and I, like maybe he stayed later than everybody else from 15, like the, from that, you know, friend group or I don't know, like we be, we like talked a lot at the end of the college program and right after. And I don't remember anything else about him. I just remember that we got kind of close, like at the very end or right after the college program, we talked a lot on AIM and stuff. Don't remember anything else about him. So I could not, I'm never going to find this person. That's fine. But it was like, I wonder what happened to that guy. Cause we just kind of like fell off talking to each other. And then uh, there was a guy, Brett, that we were friends with, like we were good friends with at the beginning of the program. And then he kind of like went and started doing his own thing. And like, we didn't hardly see him the last like month or two. And I don't know what happened to him. Um, he, I think we met him when we were in line or like the first day or something like that. Cause he was one of the first people we hung out with. Um, but other than that, I kind of stayed in touch with a lot of people. Um, so Okay, and I, I think this time I'm going to go to Becky first, and then we'll go to Bo, and then Kim. Uh, what is your best, or not? It doesn't even have to be one, but best like one to three college program like memories, things you like look back on and and just are like this puts a good feeling in my heart. <laughs> Let's. See. I'm trying to think. I know I'm putting you on the spot by making you go first. I had, I had the worst job. I had the worst job, so I, I know. <laughs> well, I did like working at the golf course during that 9/11 area because I was able to work there, and it was much different than housekeeping. Um, I guess I liked on Christmas Day going around to all the rooms and putting um, we put little bags with candy. Oh, all the room doors. So that was 3,112 rooms, and I don't know, like. I did meet some friends, like I had a, the guy who goes, he like works at a Corvette plant now, but he's from a county right next to me. Didn't even know he was on the college program and he was on this, he rode the same bus I did all the time, but we never saw each other. So I'm meeting people I still talk to down here or up here, down here, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I am anymore. <laughs> okay, so Bo, what about you? One top, top like one to three memories. So I'd have to say, um, I know it was our time for the country, but I, I really liked hearing the stories from the guests, what Disney did for them when they were stuck. 
time from Europe was stuck because there were no planes. And mm-hmm. Disney was washing their clothes, was covering some of their costs, like refunding the whole trip, like giving them tickets and tickets back, rides back. Like they were doing so much stuff for the guests that like they didn't have to do. So like that has always been my number one for the company, from the company, for the company. Mm-hmm. For me, it's pretty much, you know, I, I really enjoyed being the guy to go out into the park. The we electric wheels around because I was the one who was bringing in one and their reaction of them getting their new one was always great because they were able to continue the day. So it, it was just small things like that. But other than that, I think those might like ones. All right. What about you, Kim? So many. Um, I know. I know. I it's think hard. The, the, ex- the whole experience as one, like just going out of my comfort zone, leaving my house, like leaving home for the first time and going away for five months and, and doing this whole thing. Um, and then the parties new year's eve i mean you couldn't you couldn't top that night for me i don't know why i always come back to that night whenever i hear a countdown i'm like oh 10 9 8 oh it's almost midnight um, <laughs> i think like, you sent me that on new year's eve this year i did <laughs> um and then just like being able to go like the the perk of going to the parks on your days off and like getting in for free and you know i, I don't know if i fully appreciated that at the time just being like oh we're bored. Let's go. Let's go ride Rock and Coaster. Let's go ride Tower of Terror. Um, so I don't know if I I fully appreciated that at the time, but it was definitely that. And just like the friendships you've made, like you 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 know, especially we talk about nine eleven, but it, it really brought us all so much closer. Um, and I think those are probably like the top three things that are top things that I got from it. It was just the the experience as a whole is like not something you'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I would say my top one, I don't know. I don't know if I'd call this my top one, but like definitely top one of the top three is, and I I believe I talked about this in a previous webcast, but there was a little girl named Tara and her and her family were annual pass holders. They were from somewhere in Florida and her favorite ride was Pirates. And she was so excited to find out that there was a Tara working at Pirates. I, you know, one of my first week or two, maybe it was definitely within the first month, but I think it was the first week or two of me working there. I was working greeter and uh, I don't know how it happened, but like someone in her family or maybe she noticed that my name tag said Tara and it became a thing. And I saw her several times throughout the college program, you know, again, cause annual pass holders. And, you know, she was just always excited to see me. There were times when I would come into work like the next day and somebody would be like, Oh, Tara and her family were here and they were asking for you. And so that was like really cute. It was, she was a little seven or eight year old girl. And she was just so excited that all, like someone who was also named Tara worked at her favorite ride. And Tara is not a super like popular name either. So, you know, it was, it was really cute. Also, uh, was, there was something I mentioned. Oh, Thanksgiving Day was really good. I had a really good Thanksgiving Day. I got really, 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 really lucky. I know that not everybody had great experiences on the holidays at, you know, at Disney, working at Disney over the holidays, especially being on the college program, especially that year because of like everything that happened on 9-11. It was so much harder to travel. But I had a really good Thanksgiving Day, you know, just having the potluck in the manager's office, not being on the computer and ha- being constantly bumped to breaks. Like we were overstaffed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so those are probably my top two. And weirdly that weird that they're both work memories, I think a little bit. Cause like, I, I mean, I liked my job at pirates, but I, <laughs> it's surprising to me now that I'm thinking about it, that those, that my top two memories are work memories. Um, but yeah, I mean, really just, you know, the experience as a whole and just just finally being away from home from, from somebody who I, I'd gone to school, gone away to school. Like I lived at, at school my first semester of my freshman year, but I hated it. And it was a small school. And I ended up moving back home the next semester because I was like, this is, I don't, I don't want to do this like I and it was also only 25 minutes from where I grew up so I was home like every weekend because there was nothing going on on campus so you know as, as stupid as it may sound and as much as like the party lifestyle on the program and at Vista uh 
didn't do great things like to my weight and my health. And I had some crappy memories from that as well. You know, there was also some really stupidly crazy fun memories, you know, the, the Kim mentioned the, the New Year's countdown thing. And I was sick that night. So I didn't really get to experience that. But so many previous Sunday night parties at Building 15 before then. And just, you know, these people that you weren't really close with them. You didn't see them outside the Sunday night parties, but you showed up and it's like fucking cheers, man. Everybody knew your name. And uh, whether it was actually your name or they just knew you like as Kim and I as the institution. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I like I've been a little bit lucky in that like going to conventions, I've got I have kind of gotten that sort of like feeling back, um, especially because I run a convention, you know, but still there's nothing, there's nothing like that, especially since it was my first real experience being part of a group like that, you know, where you might not see each other or think about each other all week, but then you all show up to that Sunday night party and yay, so-and-so's here. Woo! We're all a bunch of woo girls, <laughs> even the dudes. But no, it was, um, I will say that, like, you know, the time with my family, I didn't have to read, but after thinking about it, my roommates, like, they were, like, you know, that was a really good time with them. I don't remember any of your roommates, so. <laughs> I think if you said their names, I would probably remember some of them, though, because I know I met them. You, you definitely met them. Uh, Joseph, Tim, um, Martin, Chad, and Brian. Okay, I think I remember Tim. Brian and I dated for like a couple weeks, like right around my birthday. The one that went okay. to PI dated. As much as you can date on the college program. Um, all right. Well, on that note, I mean, that was kind of all I had to talk about in this episode. But does any do any of you have any last thoughts? Because this is the last episode of the 2001 20-year reunion series. So this is your... Uh, this is your last last moments, last thoughts. What do you have to say? Anything you want, say it. You you have the floor, whoever wants to take it. Everybody's like, I feel like everybody has this I want to say something I look on their face. 16 years. I stayed for 16 years. Does that make any difference? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I like <laughs> Bo and I were talking earlier about how we went back and I went back back, actually. Like I went back several times. I went back as a seasonal cast member. Uh yeah, I did seasonal and four-time college program and one management internship. So I couldn't get enough of the college program, apparently. <laughs> I'm just temporarily working for their uh, movie company at the moment, so in movie department. No way I can do it. way I go back. After I went back, like, went to school and then lived, like, in an apartment on my own, because I actually, I went back to school and only lived on campus for two semesters, like fall and, and spring. So like a year. And then the next year after that, I lived off campus. And like, as soon as I lived in my own apartment, not having to have like roommates, roommates, like rando roommates and stuff, it was like, oh yeah. So I don't want to go back on that college program really. But, you know, I did go back, you know, and I, I did, I actually lived at Vista once for like a month. Uh, one of the summers, I think it was summer 2004 between, you know, I think it was between my I graduated December 2004, so it was, like, right before my last semester of college. Um, but, yeah, like, going back seasonally and everything was always uh, was always a blast, whether I was living at Vista that one time or, or elsewhere, like, staying with friends off property or whatever. Um, so I went back quite a bit. I, I, I eventually got my fill of Disney only because when I worked as a restaurant manager, as much as I loved – that job um my sister was pregnant with her first child like she got pregnant with her first child while i was on the call the the restaurant management internship so i ended up like as soon as that was over i was kind of like I, I extended it uh for a few months and then i said you know they wanted me to stay and i was like i just i'm looking my sister's having a baby in a couple months and if i stay here i'm gonna miss Chris, I'm going to miss her being born. I'm going to miss Christmas, her first Christmas, you know, every Christmas after that. So I wasn't, I wasn't ready or I'm not even ready. I wasn't willing to, you know, give that up. So I applaud all the people who stayed for so long afterward, you know. I think, I think it was a great, it, we all had a great time. And I think the toughest part was coming back to reality. And that's why I think we are going back. 
like I went back to that college program where then I also would go and work. I'd go and work for a week just so that I can like experience mm-hmm. and then, you know, get in the parks for free for a week until they change their plans. Because they used to allow you to go only one week a year and then they changed it to two weeks a year. Mm-hmm. And they had to be six It was not a year. It was in a six month time period. So that is when I wasn't able to do that anymore. Yeah, and yeah. I stopped going back. Yeah, and for a while they had like the, you could be a college, like a campus representative and you would get like an actual mm-hmm. like pass. I actually brought my son, um, my older son this year. Uh, back in June. So oh, nice. It was fun actually taking a um, toddler into the park. Uh, I brought my one-year-old niece one time, and then my whole family went when my nieces and nephews were pretty young. Um, it was all right. It was fine. Uh, I would not do it again. I am excited to eventually, hopefully, bring my stepkids. Like, they've been to Disneyland. But I, I'm not – I I don't think – I'm not going to bring them yeah. – I'm not going to pay all that money to go to Disney with them until things are a little bit more settled than they are right now. I'll put it that way. We decided to bring Leo down, my oldest son. Loaded the two-year-old into a car, drove down the coast with a pregnant wife. You drove? Gosh. No, thank you. Oh, yeah. We drove it. Let's see. Yeah. And, uh, Massachusetts to Florida is not a drive. I, I mean, I don't I, I don't ever want to do Connecticut or what we'll never do Connecticut to to Orlando again, but I'm at least in Rhode Island now. So oh, okay. I knock off. I knock off <laughs> like 45 minutes. <laughs> We've talked about all the things we wanted to talk about, really, but of course, there's still always like 20 more things that you forgot to mention. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I wish, like, I wish I had gone back and done a summer program, but I mean, I needed the surgery. I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave the boyfriend again because, like, I had just gotten him back and you know, hung up on him and. I'm just, I'm so grateful for like the looking back on all this and it, it's reconnected like Tara and I again, and I love it. And yeah. um, our lives are like so almost parallel and it's, it's so funny because <laughs> it was from like the beginning. Yeah, um, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. And I think, I think that's it. You know, it's just like, and you just, Bo was just talking about taking kids. I've taken my girls down a couple times now. Um, we're in the midst of, I'm trying to convince my husband to go. He's, he's right now a little uncomfortable going. So, and I've gone with like just me and another friend and we've done an adult trip and I loved it. And so Dave plays like a lot of softball tournaments down. Uh, they call it the space coast now. So next time he has one of those there, we're going to rent a house. I'm going to bring the girls over for a couple of days or something. And then I, I just want to get back at least once or twice. Cause I know it's just getting so unaffordable and, I just, I just need to get back like another time and then maybe, maybe that'll be good. Well, maybe yeah, you and I need to like, you and I need to get together and be like, how can we make this happen at the same time? Okay. Yeah. I'm down. We can leave all the that, families at home. That was the one thing that my wife and I discussed. We're like, it was great bringing a toddler and liked, you know, being able to, you know, show him some things that I know because I work there. But, but my wife and I were like, we missed out some of the rides we want to do because he's too. Mm. And we wanted it to be focused on him. Yeah, so like, we want yeah. to go down by ourselves now for like a week. Mm. Or All right. Well, in conclusion, I uh, I found <laughs> an email that I sent after the college program. I am not reading this whole last thing because I am not going to do that. But I wanted to close this series out with this because it's weirdly poignant for a 19-year-old to have written like I, obviously I'd gone home from the college program. I was, it was like late one night. I couldn't sleep. I had, I have really bad insomnia. So this is like persisted throughout most of my life. Um, but it was late one night, couldn't sleep, started to reminisce. And I went into this, like, just sort of, you know, uh, I think what I said was like, at some point I fell in love at the most inopportune time that one can fall in love. I don't know what I fell in love with, my awesome roommate, the guy that agreed with me about not sharing our life stories, the neighbor who slept in my bed just because he could, the guy I had everything from wild nights to deep talks with and who was there for me when my family fell apart and I was 1,300 miles away and couldn't be there for them, the little girl I met who had the same name as me and loved the ride that I worked at, my coworkers, my friends, and everything in between. You know, to put it in terms of my life, like looking back now, I've had a lot of really great times, but 
no matter what the college program will always be this just magical, difficult, life-changing, great, awful at times, but overall really just, it's, 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 it's an experience that built me and probably the experience that built me. Because without it, I would not be, you know, the person I am today. It taught me too much. So on that note, before I like get even more emotional than I'm getting right now, thank you guys again. Becky, thank you for jumping in last minute. Bo, thank you for jumping in on our last episode. Kim, thank you for joining me on so many of these. And to everyone who has tuned in for this reunion series, either live or after the fact, uh, you know, on, on YouTube or as a podcast episode. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Again, you can follow me across the web at Geek Saga for updates on when you can catch future webcast and podcast episodes, including a shortened like three episode 2002 college program reunion series, which will probably be kicking off in May. So have a lovely night. Thank you everyone again for joining, listening, etc. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Geek Saga podcast. If you like what you heard, please check out other Geek Saga entertainment endeavors, including the Sagas and Sass webcast and podcast and Ice and Fire Con.